young professionals to help revitalize our economy as well as uplift the community. So please join me in welcome the president of the Urban League, Greater Richmond Young Professionals, Mr. Jermichael McCoy. So as Dr. Harrison said, my name is Michael McCoy. I have the honor of being to serve as president of the Urban League, Great Richmond Young Professionals. On behalf of our members of leadership, we'd like to thank the mayor, uh, city council, uh, and our coalitions around the state for advocating uh, for more state funding. Um, our vision with Richmond YP is that Richmond YP will be an impactful force serving the community, curating spaces for young professionals to connect, cultivate, and empower. This morning we gather to address the rotten fruit of injustice here in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Uh, an injustice that has manifested uh, when African ancestors here in the state of Virginia uh, were released from the chains of bondage into an economy and a commonwealth that didn't provide them the same economic pathways as their counterparts here in the Commonwealth. Nearly 50 years after desegregation here in the state, we still face schools uh, that lack the same funding and economic uh, opportunities for many of our young people. That is why we rally this morning. According to the Institute of Policy Studies, it will take 228 years to close the wealth disparities black and white families. Economic inequality is often tied to how much someone makes, their income, instead of their wealth, which is tied to their assets and liabilities. But how can this divide ever change if the educational opportunities and funding here in the Commonwealth don't? So, that is why we rallied this morning. We rallied to, to advocate for a new local composite index that doesn't uh, disproportionately affect the city of Richmond that gives our students that fair share. That fair share that demands that both students in the inner city and also our rural communities have the same opportunities to compete in a global economy. An economy that is driven both by globalization and automation. In a world that is leaving our children behind faster than ever before. That is why we rallied this morning, so that students at Carver Elementary can live out the age-old saying that reading is fundamental. That students at Martin Luther King Jr. Middle School can get exposed to coding and be the next generation of innovators here in the city of Richmond. That students at George Webb High School can be prepared for their futures in a city played by gun violence. We rallied this morning to push our elected officials to restore funding to pre-recession levels, but know that the fight doesn't end there. Uh, in the words of the late National Urban League President, Mr. Whitney M. Young Jr., we can holler, we can protest, we can picket, march, and demonstrate, but someone must sit in on the strategy conference and plot a course forward. We must be strategists, researchers, and professionals to carry out the program. That is our role. But it's also your role as the community as well. We must also support our young people and the generations to come both government accountability when these funds are allocated, but also personal community accountability for the next generation of young people here in the city. Uh, my name is Jermaine McCoy. I'd like to thank you all for coming out here today to rally for more funding, and thank you. God bless. Thank you, Jermaine. And what a wonderful charge to all of us. And again, thank you everyone for coming. I see Delegate Dolores McQuinn in the audience. Thank you. I also want to shout out again the NAACP. They were one of our first partners, JJ Minor. Thank you again for all your help and support. So at this time, we know no one knows this better than educators and about how much 
that we need to support our students. And would like to call up the president of the Virginia Education Association, Richmond Education Association, Mr. Ramon Moore. Good morning, good morning, good morning. We can do better than that, can we? If you love education like I do, say yeah! I bring you greetings on behalf of the Richmond Education Association. We are very happy today to see so many people here. Let's give you a round of applause. Let's give over the 4,000 professionals that we have working with our students within the Richmond uh, Public Schools, but also I see a lot of principals, superintendents, REA members, VEA members, just people at large. But I only have a minute, so I'll take my minute on the time. But could I have everyone to hold the right hand? If you truly support education, as I do, you will promise yourself and the young people that's around us, that's cheering and playing, that we will continue to be advocates for public education. It doesn't start or stop here. We do encourage you to join us on January the 28th as there will be another rally. And if there is another rally, you promise yourself that you will continue to advocate for public education. So on the count of three, I would like for us to say public education. One, two, three, public education. Thank you. Thank you, Ramon, thank you. And it is not just gonna take Richmond, it is going to take all of the counties, surrounding localities to be able to join and bond together. And I see lots of you here. Um, at this point, I would like to call up the vice chair of the Lynchburg City School Board and also representation of the Virginia School Board Association Southern Chair, Mr. Dr. James Coleman. Thank you so much, Mayor Stoney, Superintendent Cameron, School Board Chair Don Page. Today I rise having traveled with my school board colleague, Dr. Bob Brennan, 120 miles from Lynchburg, Virginia, because Richmond kids, Lynchburg kids, Virginia kids matter. We must commit to kids. Today I rise as the vice chair of our school board and the Virginia School Board Association Southern Region Chair because public education matters. For the Greek Stoic philosopher Epictetus said, only the educated are free. So ladies and gentlemen, as court is in session, public education is on the stand and the verdict of its court is still out. Here is the truth. Public schools have many mandates. State and federal governments do not provide funding appropriate to the mandate burden which we have to disproportionately share. So today we come to Martin Luther King Jr. Middle School on a march for more. And as King said, the fierce urgency of now is now. Now is the time to commit to our students. Now is the time for more. Together we can march together, children, until victory is won. I think the march is over. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Coleman, for those wonderful words. Now, who wants to hear from students? But before that, Mayor Stoney, <laughs> let's hear from you. 
the superintendent said earlier, we've had one of the most robust economic recoveries in a generation. Yet we've seen a disinvestment in public education. If you are tired of your children walking into schools that are cold, if you're tired of seeing teachers who are underpaid, if you're tired of the lack of nurses in our schools, if you're just plain tired, are you ready to march? You know, I, I, I got all day. I can march all day. But we can't do it just today. We gotta do it every single day the General Assembly is in session. They come back here in January, you have to show up. It can't just be today. I want you to be in their face each and every day when the General Assembly is there. The Senate, the House of Delegates, I want them to hear Virginia. I want them to hear Richmond. Will they hear you this January? Will they hear you in February? Are you ready to go down there and get in their face? Let's go out there and make it happen. Thank you, Mayor Stoney. And Mayor Stoney, we just want to thank you for being a dedicated supporter to Richmond Public Schools. Let's hear it for Mayor Stoney. All right. Now we're going to end with two students before we start marching. The next student is Christopher Perla, a senior at George Wythe High School. Let's give him a round of applause. Good morning. Public schools are in need of more funding in order to provide better resources and better facilities for students. If we had better resources and better facilities, students would do better mentally and academically. Better facilities, if we had better facilities, students can learn in a much more positive environment. The, the physical environment can have a great impact on a student's learning and they will feel safer. Let me paint you a picture. Imagine yourself at a school that looks like an abandoned building. A school that has very low resources and a terrible facility. When I enter my school, all that I see is broken lights, broken ceiling, and broken windows. And very unnutritious food. When the students, we, the students of RPS, deserve better than this. I am encouraging everyone to invest in public education and being here today is a great start. We need to get the word out that not only do my classrooms and I deserve better, but all students of Richmond of Virginia deserve better. Thank you. Thank you, Christopher. Let's hear it for Christopher. And then our last student speaker. Please welcome this dynamic young woman, Lux Agamo, who is a 10th grader at Richmond Community High School. Today, I look out onto a crowd full of youth like me. And I know we can make a change. As most of you know, our schools are falling apart. Our teachers aren't given enough resources and our students are struggling. The condition that RPS and its schools are in needs to improve. But to improve, we need money. If the state 
would take a chance and invest in us, they might see that investing in education can really do. You see, investing in education means investing in the future. Yeah. Through a good education, a student can go to college, get a good job. Through a good education, a student becomes a responsible, law-abiding, hard-working, tax-paying adult. Richmond has, okay. I know students would grow and bring this city to a place we all would be proud of is Richmond had the correct resources in its schools. Yeah. RPS students already have a lot of obstacles to face and we often feel forgotten. So today we march to implore the state to invest in the future of this city. Let's march. Um, I want to thank everybody for coming out and thank everybody who shared their voices. Shout out to the Albert Hill cheerleaders who have been keeping us going the entire time. And just remember, before we start marching, if I... Cheerleaders, hold on one second. One second, cheerleaders, before you take us out. Let's just remember, we're going to have our cheerleaders take us out and then we are going to line up behind the band. But I just want everyone to remember, if I am not for myself, who will be for me? If I am for myself alone, what am I? And if not now, when? Yeah. Richmond, the time is now. Is the time now? Yeah. Yes. Let us march for more as we Line up behind the band. Our cheerleaders are going to cheer us out, and DJ Easy Moji will play us on out. We ask everyone to assemble behind the band and march to the Capitol with us. Let's march for more. Take it away. Fran has a Yeah. How are you? Good. Good. Yeah.